Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, Matt. Hello, mate. Yeah. I, I think that what, we, we need to be honest with people, don't we? Uh, what, in terms of giving them what they want? Well, I, I, I feel a bit like we've um, cheated on our, on our listeners. Um, because obviously podcast is a loyal kind of audio following people are very specific about how they like to absorb their media and podcasting is a long form thing and, and it comes in your ears yeah I was just going to say that uh, you know you is that too much it was a lot All right. you and I don't mean you Flav I mean you who's listening to this now yeah. um, probably on the tube with your headphones on yeah, yeah like look around you Look, look around on. you. Look at the people. Yeah. Look and th- at. And think about what we're about to say. Think about, <laughs> think about Donald Trump, and then think back to us. Yeah. Um, You're thinking. I wonder what they look like naked. I, w- I bet that. I bet they work out. Yeah. So you're on the tube, and there's people around. You. They have no idea that you're thinking about us naked right now. Just flexing. Yeah. Just, we're we're just, not. We're not naked. Or we could be. I'm naked. Well, I'm. I'm I, not naked. I've got my eyes shut. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so I, I think we we need to to, the, to be honest about this, and the fact is that people want to know what we look like. Yeah, I think um, they do. People uh, are curious; they want pictures. No one's ever actually asked this. No, but, but we, we know. strongly suspect it. Yeah. Um, and so we have we haven't cheated on you, no. Dave, on the tube. Yeah. Bob we'll, in the bath. We're still with you. We're still with you, and we'll we're still continuing to do this. This isn't going to go away. It's not going to stop. No, we're we're very much a, a, an audio centric. Uh, a piece of media long form medium where we speak to significant and interesting people in the world you already know that and we're we were as you know we're always honest with you yeah we don't we don't we don't fuck with you like that we never would but we're we're just asking you to accept what we're about to say that this today goddamn today in post trump apocalyptic yeah can't even say that no it's right you've got um western civilization yeah we have given in to popular demand, yeah. um, which doesn't actually exist anywhere apart from in our heads. Yeah. Um, and in Flav's massive ego. Yeah. Um, and my massive penis exists in that. <laughs> <laughs> but we've given, we've given up and we've, we've filmed this, haven't we? Yeah, we've filmed it. It's on YouTube. If it's, it's, it's there. You can see what we look like. But the, they wouldn't be getting this bit of gold. No, they won't be. This is just for you, YouTube listeners. Yeah. Right, no, 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 no. This is not for you, YouTube listeners. This is Sorry. just for you. Yeah, I messed up. iTunes See, slash confused. SoundCloud slash yeah. other audio. I meant podcast listeners. Yeah, you podcast listeners. You're on the tube. We're always going to be here for you like this. Yeah. But it, also, if you want a bit more of us, we're there for you on YouTube. Visually. On the Bull Street channel. Yeah, and um, you'll be able to... There's probably little, there's little things you didn't know about us. How good looking we are. 
Yeah. Well, I thought I was good looking, and then I looked back at this video, and you're—we've been apparently we look like each other. Yeah. And if anyone is the younger brother, it's me because I'm physically younger than you. I was born <laughs> born after you. That, that's a biological fact. It's just the way life works, right? <laughs> but apparently, I don't. Apparently, I look older than you, which is is ridiculous. That's what um, I'm also on the video. If you go to it now, the wide, the wide shot. Tiny. Who is that little fella they were saying <laughs> at the back? Who yeah. is he? Who's the kid in the rucksack? Who's, who's that little one? Who's Yoda over there? Yeah. So not only look a kid, I somehow look like a kid that's older than you. Who who invited the borrowers to this? Anyway, you can uh, you can go and uh, go, go and go check and that out. This. Yeah, go and look at a little. Like and, enjoy. I mean, actually, we kind of fucked up, didn't we? Because obviously, yeah. we're not going to get it right entirely. No. Obviously, well, we could have done that perfectly, but we were never going to do that. We were supposed to put the whole show on YouTube. But uh, Craig, he, Craig, the, the kind of camera guy here, camera guy in inverted commas. Yeah, he was he was live vision mixing S- it. Slacker, and and uh, something went wrong apparently. Yeah, or he just forgot to hit record. Failed sure. us, failed us. But um, so yeah, so, so only a little bit of it's on uh, on 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 uh, on YouTube. But it was a really interesting chat with Robbie. Yeah, uh, we spoke about. Um, the emergence of fan media. Yeah, uh, we spoke a little bit about um, the, the, the kind of accusations from other podcasts, a big, big, you know, kind of mainstream, big time podcasts. Yeah. You know, through accusations about him in the summer, yeah. about him paying some of his, uh, he, he, some of the people that appear on Arsenal fans to, to exaggerate. Yeah, um, and, and as you know, that's not as weird. Yeah, well, he, he talks openly and honestly about that, which was mm-hmm. interesting. And we, we went on to the depression. Depression and Claude, Claude obviously yeah. Claude, the, the the guy on Arsenal Fan TV, he's, he struggled with that, and Robbie talks openly about that and his feelings there. So it really mm. gave him a platform to answer some of his critics. Yeah, and um, so you're going to hear all this stuff. You get the whole conversation here. Um, you also get a little bit about the North London derby where you two had a little bit of a chat about that. It's more of a row, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But what would you privately like to say about about that now? Just while you've got you, because Robbie, it's hard to talk to Robbie. He, he really hard. He kind of he's he's got a bellowing voice. He's he's, he's a big man, and, and he, he, maybe that's why why he looks so small. In the <laughs> in the same way that Trump got elected by just spewing rhetoric and bullying and bullying, peddling fear. Exactly. Robbie also does that. So his his whole argument was that we set up to to, to take a draw, which was nonsense because we had the better chances. Mm. So. Feast your ears. Yep. And then your eyes. And your eyes. The Long Ball Street is now in video form, Mm -hmm. but we'll never forget about you and we'll continue to do these little private bits that you enjoy so much. Um, And we'll see you at the front post. And the back post in a bit. Near post, back post, double team. That back post thing, that's not a sexual euphemism, is it? Yeah. Oh, it is? Of course it is. Great. (laughs) The Long Ball Street. Hello and welcome to the Long Ball Street podcast. Today I'm here with Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV and we've got Matt. Hi mate, how are you doing? Yeah, good, good. Uh, we're also, weirdly, it's a bit, look, I've been doing podcasts for many, many years, six years now, and uh, I've never recorded us ever doing that. And it, We recorded it as like with video, you mean? Exactly that, exactly that. And uh, <laughs> It's and very different. It's what? very strange. Already I feel very uncomfortable with three cameras pointing to us. And, and if you happen to want to watch this instead of listen to it, because I think more goes on visually than, than in, audio, in an audio sense. But if you are listening to the podcast and you do want to watch us, it's all on our YouTube channel, at Bull Street, forward slash Bull Street, 
Long, yeah, Long Ball Street as well. And usually, because uh, you know Robbie's been on the podcast uh, before a couple of times, so Robbie knows, as do all of our listeners, that we usually do this naked as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> Robbie was insisting on us doing yeah. it naked. Robbie was like, "I don't care about the video cameras. <laughs> Thank God the cameras are yeah. in. Well done, cameras. I want the world to see the naked truth. <laughs> the naked truth. <laughs> uh, but before we're going to talk to we'll talk to Robbie about a lot of stuff behind Arsenal Fan yeah. TV because we know how, how, what success you guys have had and and the impact of that. But but we really want to talk about kind of what you feel about about what happens behind the scenes what yeah. other people don't see essentially well, it's, but it's probably worth a saying I think for the, for the people that are actually watching now on YouTube and, and that maybe watch some of our other shows they obviously watch Talking Balls and Social Club and, and stuff like that that probably don't understand what this is about this isn't really us sitting here going oh who's going to win the league who's going to you know who's the best manager it's more about us uh, having some quite intimate conversations isn't it with, yeah. with with the guy behind the guy yeah so rather than it's just what does Robbie think about uh, Ozil and is he a world class player he certainly oh don't get into oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know it, it's more about the life that Robbie's having and the fact mm. of what it's like to become a YouTuber what it's like to, to start something that can grow mm. in something as beautiful and as big and as damn necessary as Arsenal fan TV absolutely that's brilliantly well rounded but yes. we've got to deal, deal with something before <coughs> that's that's we. so Robbie on, on Social Club often but I noticed someone else in Robbie's seat this week on Social Club yeah. you was on it I might have made that seat my own I don't know yeah, I, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it. He was quite good actually thank you mate he was quite good yeah, it was um, a debut it's weird isn't it did you feel uncomfortable doing it um, you felt fine I felt fine. I was nervous beforehand because I don't feel like I know that much about football anymore. Like mm. I used to do, but I don't. Um, it's so easy I was to nervous. Touch, isn't it? No, you were it good. Is, you were good. I was expecting some soldiers to turn outside your office with guns pointing after the, the debate you lot was having over poppies. Oh, but. Jesus, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I said about that the better, I think. Of course. Um, I, but I did notice something that happened on the show. What was that? You've, 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 uh, you've, you've, you've Paul ref... Uh, Gave you a nickname. He, he, called, or he, he, he said that you're the the wolf of Ball Street. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like that. I want to be the wolf of Ball Street. <laughs> well, you, you look quite wolfy. Yeah, I need to shave my beard. And in fact, someone said on the comments, they said uh, it's basically flap of glasses. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> and we do look a little bit And my like missus it. said that to me. And we she, are the, ooh, we're the best of yeah. dangerous. Best know, of guys like, at Ball Street. My, my missus said to me, oh, flap looks like it could be your little brother. Yeah. And I was like... Would you fancy Flav now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, like, look, yeah. I mean, the but, problem, if, if everything doesn't work out, yeah. give me a call. Type. But, but the Wolf of Ball Street is my name now. Yes. I think yeah. it's based on this. All the money. The money. Do you reckon? Money, you got money, money. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> I, like, it's a quality nickname. I, I, it is good. I, I, I want it. It's I, mine. I, I know. I know it's it is mine yours. now. Ball, Thank you, Paul, yeah, for G, making me. And it works as well because Wolf Street, Wall Street, Ball Street, many levels, many levels. Have a think about it. Yeah, so, so what do we call you Wolf or Matt now? You call me um, Bro. Bro, <laughs> all right, yeah, Bro. Big Bro. Big Bro. <coughs> anyway, so Robbie, um, Arsenal fan, how long have you been running now, Arsenal fan TV? It's your four years. Fourth season? Yeah, fourth, year, fourth season. Wow. Uh, and, and your subscri subscriber count at the moment? 200 and. It's about 284, 85 or um, something. And for that, I'm just going to say it's a bit hot, and we're all dressed in black. Um, the, 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 uh, you, you, it's not an easy thing to get to 280 you see lots of big YouTube accounts but to get to that level is very very difficult it takes a lot of work it does um, and I think like for a, a football channel that's like for one team specific I mean talking to the guys at YouTube they say it's amazing because they're like 
you'll have a lot of football fans that watch your content, which I know that's true by going around the country um, of other teams. Mm. But say a Tottenham fan, for instance, may watch Arsenal fan TV religiously, but he may not want to subscribe to, he doesn't want any of his mates to see mm. that, you know, Arsenal pops up in his subscriber box. And the same for maybe a Man United or Chelsea. So if we, if we weren't Arsenal fan TV, probably we'd, we, we'd have, based on the numbers we've get, we're getting, we project that we'd have near to a million subscribers. Um, yeah. So, you know, but it's been, to have that amount of subscribers is fantastic. To have, you know, on other platforms as well, we're, we're pretty, mm. Instagram, we've got over 250, yeah, yeah. And, um, Facebook, Snapchat, across all the platforms really, it's just really good. And I'd just like to say, I think it's an amazing achievement for, for a few reasons, right? Everything you were saying there about, it's about one club, so there's a Spurs, you know, Anyone that supports another team, they're not going to subscribe, are they? Mm. Man United fans, they can't subscribe to Arsenal Fan TV. So you're only really going to be able to be subscribed to by, you know, generic fans or, uh, mm. but, but in particular, Arsenal fans. Mm. But there's people obviously <coughs> in this space that make football channels that are, you know, they're, they're sort of like fan channels as in they're about Manchester United mm. or they're about Chelsea. But... They're not. It's not a guy that's just gone down one day and started filming. It's it's actually a big production company that's that's making a yeah. channel about Manchester United or about yeah. Spurs or Chelsea or whatever it is. And obviously, Paul from Redmen TV, he was the the first fan channel really. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. funded, made in his bedroom, mm-hmm. and then you guys. I don't know if you saw that, and and that gave you a bit. But essentially, you just turned up at Arsenal one day and, and started doing that, <laughs> yeah, right? In a way, yeah. you know, I suppose you could yeah. sort of say that, yeah. Um, first, let's go back to the subscriber thing. I think yeah. subscribers is a bit overhyped as well. Um, you know, you can spend a lot of money getting in a lot of major guests. That you know, I mean, I mean Justin Bieber was in town a couple of weeks ago. He went to Arsenal, and, that, and if I had a contact and I was able to have got Justin Bieber on Arsenal fan TV, I guarantee you, yeah. I could maybe have grown the subscribers by two hundred thousand. Yeah, um, just by off who he is. But it doesn't mean that then people are going to come back. So for me, I always think it's about views. How many people is watching your content? Yeah, right? um, a, that's the most important thing. 200,000 sub Justin Bieber fans, I'm going to add anything to you. To no, you. and then they, they might come for one time and they may not come back again. And I, I, I think sometimes subscribers have a bit of a vanity thing in that mm. everyone's, oh, I've got a million, oh, I've got this. It's great. Yeah. Listen, it's great to have subscribers, but I think... The most important things is views. There's no point in having a million subscribers and then you put a video out and mm. 1,000 people view it. You know, it's about consistently having people watching your content. Um, so I, I think that's for me is the most important thing. And also, as you said, yeah, um, Redmen TV, they're the pioneers. Um, you know, they were sort of the first guys who, who were did like an independent sort of football thing on YouTube we've sort of come with a different, we're, we're a bit different to them in that they're more sort of studio based. Mm. I think we're the sort of first guys that sort of went out there on a week to week basis. You made fan cams into a thing, yeah, really. you could say that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, and we just, yeah, I like that, we kind of turned up, we just yeah. turned up at Arsenal and said, here, we're filming. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of the, the, the rise of fan media in that respect, uh, isn't it? How easy it was essentially to do it. Mm. The, the equipment was there, you know, the availability and accessibility was there, and it's about people who have to get up and go to, to go and yeah. do something they want to create. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, you, you know, you're right, years ago this wasn't possible. You know, mm. in order to, for people to watch video in their homes, it had to be through a TV, you know, and it had to be through a skybox or through some kind of aerial. Uh, 
now Wi-Fi, digital, mobile, you don't even need a TV to be sitting there kind of watching video. Mm -hmm. So at the, at, the, at the end, the people that are watching it, it's changed. But also, uh, in order to produce content, you know, back 20 years ago, you know, if, even 15 years ago, mm. you in order to film something, you needed huge studios, you needed experts, you probably needed people with like headphones on and clipboards that could, mm. huge cameras, you know, it was a different kind of world. And now obviously technology's got better, so it's, so it's kind of made it possible, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a beautiful thing because, you know, 20 years ago, although you didn't have fan TV, although you didn't have fan cams and all this kind of stuff, you did have passionate fans mm. that would be coming out of football matches that wanted to get something off your chest and really that's where a lot of the great insight a lot of the great opinions that's where it was and I used to go to the football and I'd watch it uh, you know you'd be maybe on the away travel you'd be on the supporters bus and you'd get some great conversations you know people be coming out of the ground they'd have some great opinions on what the manager's done wrong or this player that that's playing in the reserves this youth kid that should be make, you know making his appearance mm. and a lot of that stuff it just missed by 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 mass traditional media oh, yeah. but, but the fans have that stuff and that's why this is such an important medium and mm. why you know the likes of you mate have done amazing one of, one of, one of the reasons why I started it is that um, I, I always used to think to myself I, I'd hear after games you hear loads of experts talking the pundits about, the, the, the pundits right <laughs> and sometimes you know sometimes some of the things they were saying I'm like were we at the same game mm. I mean I just went to mm. the pub and like Ten of my mates, we had a completely different outlook on it, and we yeah. were there. Yeah, and I just felt that you know we never hear from those people. You know, I'd, I'd say Talk Sport was like one of the few places where um, fans could come on and they could talk about the game, but we we never heard apart from that from from these fans. And I'm mm. like, they're just as important. Fans, the three most important things I think in football nowadays is the fans. The players, obviously, because without the players, there's no games. Without the fans, there's no, no no game either. And I'd say without TV now, is such an important thing. The money it brings in and the way it showcases it around the world. Those are the three most important elements. But we only used to hear from two. So, you know, it's been very mm. good that, you know, the, the growth of the, the fan channels now, where we can hear from the fans, the ordinary fans that go to the games that invest their time, their money, mm. their energy, their emotions... <laughs> You know, we, we, we never used to... I, I heard a football um, player, uh, who's a pundit now, the other day, talking about a club. He spent. He was on a radio show. He spent about 10 minutes talking about this club, yeah? And then at the end of it, the, uh, <laughs> the guy who was doing, presenting the show said, oh, so he goes, are you going to be down there this week? And he goes, oh, I haven't managed to get over there yet this season. Yeah. That's what he said. Mm, yeah. About 10 games in, and I'm thinking, you ain't even been there. You've got so much to say. Yeah. I know you're an ex-player, but a fan would have been able to tell us more than what exactly. you said. You know what and, I mean? You're faking it. And that's, you know, uh, Wrighty, who's obviously a part of Ball Street, we don't have him in here every single week, but, you know, whenever we whenever we ring him up, he answers the bell. That was one of the things that he always said when we were starting out. It's that, he's like, look, I don't know everything about all these teams. Like, how can I, you know? Mm. And it's like the fans that go to the games, that, that talk to the, the staff, that talk amongst themselves, you know, that's where the real information and then the real insight is. And that's why what we try to create with Ball Street is a platform where yeah. you didn't have some pundit just because he's played the game sitting on a pedestal and we're all asking him questions like he knows more than us. It's, it's a level mm. playing field, you know? So when Wright comes in here, he's not sitting there answering all the questions where, oh, what do you think about this? 
we're just talking and what he provides is a unique insight and it's the fact that he knows what it's like to stick it in the net <laughs> you know he knows what it's like to be in that dressing room yeah, but you know what it's like to support and what's going on yeah, yeah. but I mean this and, you is, know a lot of these pundits when they're doing these programs is you know there's researchers feeding them information and all like you interview a fan there's no researcher he's telling you what he saw at the game yeah. and mm. what his opinion is and, uh, and that's it's what, like what you were saying it's, there's, there's no way a pundit can know everything so, so no. why not talk to the fans and uh, it, it just seems make, it makes sense a friend of mine on, on the fighting cock party nice little plug yeah the podcast in your life yeah, yeah <laughs> the lesser of the two um, he, he, um, he, he talks about match of the day and, and he kind of feels like it's kind of redundant now I know it's like an institutional program but it's kind of who there's not much there apart from the highlights package which you can Mate. see everywhere anyway Oh my God, you're right. That The whole thing is kind of, um, for me, is um, th th they don't get it. You know, the, the, the way, what we look for in media has, has evolved massively. You know, the reason why Arsenal Fan TV has done well, the reason why, you know, channels like, uh, or people, personalities in this space, like KSI, uh, like the Sidemen, you know, like Spencer and all this thing has done well is because they're not living behind a facade. You know, it's kind of, that's the real person and, mm. and you can access them all the time and they're honest and they're open and if they're happy, you see it. If they're upset, they see it. That genuine emotion real. is seen, it's real, yeah. And, and this is what kind of sport and football and traditional media still gets wrong. Yeah. So we'll, we'll give you this for free, guys, you know. <laughs> that, that's the problem. So, for example, at the end of a game, fans come out of the ground, they've just uh, had a disappointing performance or a great performance. They're, they're emotional, they're going to give their opinions, and that's a beautiful thing, right? Mm. I want to see how the fans genuinely feel about it. Now, what I'd also like to see, because this is the world we now live in, right? I'd like to see what the managers think about it. Now, how mad is it to, for Sky, for BT, for all these broadcasters around the world to pay huge amounts of money, right, for the rights to screen a game, and then to have um, Jeff... Shreves or whatever come up and stick a microphone in the manager's face prod him with questions mm. you know and the manager can't say what he truly feels because he's going to get a fine mm. what a missed opportunity that is mm. I want Mourinho to be able to say fucking hell are you kidding me <laughs> that guy's going to cost me my job he was never offside yeah. you know? think he does it anyway well, he, he, he does, <laughs> but it's tempered, it. and, it's tempered. Yeah, yeah. and this is the thing with the clubs as well because what you get with the clubs is you get it's got to be that agreed statement, yeah. that signed off PR statement. Mm. And everybody knows it's just bullshit. It's just a line. Mm. So why put a guy up there with a fed line? I want to know what people really yeah, think. I, I agree with you. I think, I think now um, these football clubs, they need to embrace sometimes even negativity. You exactly. Know? Embrace it, you know, because if you embrace, if, if you just, if there's lots of negative things being said and you just leave it, and you try to ignore it like it hasn't happened, then it just runs amok. It just yeah. builds into something even bigger. You can sometimes make a comment on that, or you can get involved in the argument, and you can bring it back under control sometimes. Mm. You know, so if somebody's, you say, some, for instance, somebody had a really bad game, you know, but you at the club knew, know after the game that he was, you know, for most of that game, he had a little niggle. Why not let people know? Mm. You know, yeah, we know he had a poor, yeah. you know, but he had a little niggle today. And we today. thought that it'd be worth, it. worth risking him because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. rather than everybody then jumping on it. Oh, yeah. it's the same useless. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know? it's the same Let's have the truth. With the refs as well, they, they should be made to explain. If there was just a little yeah, bit exactly. more... Exactly. Uh, um, a, yeah. a little bit, what's it called? Um, 
Transparency. Yeah, transparency. Fansparency. You can have that as well. Let's have some fans. Let's have the truth for crying out loud, yeah, you know? Yeah. I feel sorry because we, even with referees be sometimes, they're human beings. They make, they make mistakes. Like how many times have we been at games mm. and you see, like, uh, I remember the other day against Middlesbrough and, like, you know, we scored we, we, what we thought was a last-minute goal. Everybody was like, ref, what are you doing? That was miles on the... Mm. Watched it back on TV. It's a mile offside. Mm. Well, it's, right? It's, and... You know, the human beings, they can make mistakes also. And sometimes, yeah. you know, you see sometimes that this player's blocking them. They can't even see. So yeah. if they were able What's, to explain that, then at what, least you can say, all right, fair and, enough. And to be honest, when you're actually come out of a game and you're so pissed off about that one decision or that thing that's gone against you, for me, right, I think it would be, I'd feel a bit more appeased if the ref actually just came on and be like, look... I'm sorry, mm. I'm human, I didn't see that, my vision was obscured, I made the decision, looking back in hindsight, probably wrong, but you know, mm. I, I'm sorry. Because people, we are human beings, it's difficult. These these are athletes that are moving at a phenomenal pace. Yeah. The mm. ball, it's a quick game. It's not like the NFL where it's stop start or cricket or, or tennis or a lot of things where it's points. Football is a, is a um, it's liquid. It's constantly kind of moving. The yeah. ball just out of play for little seconds. Even free kicks are quick. It's dynamic. It's fast. It's hard for for a referee oh, yeah. for anyone to keep it. And even when you've got the cameras, you don't always get it right. So I think we accept that. And, and again, he must, I think, have, uh, he must have missed Sanchez being offside against Tottenham. We're still waiting for that. Of <laughs> course, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway. He must have missed that dodgy penalty as well. <laughs> I, th I think at some point, because people are going to want to see this. Well, let's, let's get through this. So we'll, 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 we'll come to that. Definitely, yeah, yeah. 100%. So obviously, Arsenal Fan TV has blown up and continues to grow very healthy. Um, but whenever you put your head above the parapet, you know, you say, oh, I'm going to do this. You put yourself on camera and it gets big and there's a lot of eyes on what you do. You kind of, you kind of, attracts criticism as well and, yeah. and I know Robbie you know we've spoken many times but you've had your fair share more than your fair yeah, share a lot. yeah yeah um, and, and, and and firstly I mean how do you deal with that generally you know what I, um, at first you, you know you're not used to it so it's, it's quite difficult but you know once you sort of you have to put everything into perspective so I, I just look on it that it's such a big platform now that you can't expect everybody to like it I don't like everything I watch on TV I don't like everything that's in the shops there's some things that you will love that I don't so first of all MMA for example <laughs> I like MMA yeah, I mean I that's another argument yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just not as good as boxing but no um, <laughs> but, but you know you can't expect everybody so I look on it like that so I'm like you know if somebody doesn't like it that's fair enough. Okay, but what, right. what, so, so some, I mean, a little bit more targeted then and, and, and to a wider audience is kind of what was discussed in The Guardian. Um, as was that their podcast? Is that what you're referring Guardian to? Guardian Weekly. I'm, yeah. My bad, sorry. So uh, it's mad, isn't it? Because I think that, like you're saying, when anything's in the public domain, you attract hate now. You know, mm. Conor McGregor, you get mm. hate. Anyone that's doing something, especially when there's success, people can be quite nasty, especially mm. in YouTube comments. Mm. And that's one thing, but yeah, I think what you're saying, it's interesting that, that you then get this bit of, not hate really, but The Guardian criticizing, didn't they? Yeah, and yeah. they said a few things, yeah. which yeah. I, which was... Not Again, really they said a lot of true. They said yeah. a lot of things that were very false, um, which I tackled them on and they kind of... So kinda, just for people that might, some people might not know about this, what, what, was, what, what was stated in this article? So, so they were doing a podcast and they said that, um, there's one one of the journalists on there said that he heard that um, the reason why some of the fans are quite controversial on Arsenal fan TV is because we pay for their tickets 
right? Which I only started laughing at because I'm like, I'm barely paying for my own one, right? <laughs> I was gonna pay for everybody else's. He said, we pay for their tickets and hospitality, um, which I took a real issue with because, you know, what, what the, the thing that upset me about that is that you're trying to imply like we're trying to, we, we're getting these fans to just come on and act or something like that. Mm. Where these are fans that have spent their money, right? And they're genuine fans. That sometimes they can be genuinely upset as just as, and, and as the same way they can be sometimes a bit over the top happy. That's football. Yeah, we all know that. That's the emotion of football. And they were also sort of the way they were sort of talking about it. It was almost like the fans shouldn't be allowed to talk. It's like we're all right to talk. We can yeah. talk about it, but the fans shouldn't be allowed to talk because I'm like, oh, why? How dare you? Of course, fans are allowed to talk. They. <laughs> they pay their money and go wow. to the game. They don't get a free, yeah. you know, um, you know, media ticket where you go and then when you walk in, there's food laid yeah. on and you have your food and then you, you know, you comment on the game and then you know you you don't really have an emotional attachment to it. The, the day after that, you go on to a next game because yeah, if you support a club, it's the, I, Rob, I, Robbie, I, let, let me just check. Just let me just clarify this. So this is the media, right? Who get paid. To yep. ultimately be sensationalist and, right. and, and yeah, exactly because their whole business model has been based on you put out a good front page or a good back page and then people buy your newspaper and that brings mm. you money into the business right exactly. so people that are paid to be sensationalist about football and mm. uh, they're saying that actually fans who are actually just paying themselves to go to the football shouldn't be sensationalist about football. Mm. That's slightly uh, yeah, I thought, I thought it was it? terrible. I, I mean, and out of touch. You know, I and, mean, you know, to be fair to that journalist, in the end, he sort of came back and, you know, sort of apologised and said that, you know, maybe he misinterpreted... I don't know. He said maybe he, mis he was misinterpreted what he was trying to say. Or he blindly um, regurgitated in... in uh, because I, I did put it out there that I was angry about it and there was a lot of heat from a lot of fans who were like, you know, were, were really disgusted at what's the things it, that were said. What's it like having an army of fans that will just do whatever you say? <laughs> well, they know, I person. know about do what they say, but I'll just... Go and get him. <laughs> no, I didn't say go and get him. <laughs> I just put it out there and said, you know, that <clears throat> what my opinion, they gave their opinion. Yeah. The beauty of having a big platform is that, you know what, I give mine as well. Yeah. And people are going to, you know, people are going to listen to what, you know, once upon a time, it, it was only one way. So they'd say their thing and that's it. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And yeah. it'd be out there. Now it's a bit different. I can say my piece as well, and I totally disagreed with what they said. And I respect these journalists. I know that they've, you know, they've, you know, been to university and they've studied and they, my brother um, was a journalist. My brother um, used to edit Match of the Day too. I know what it takes. I know, you know, the hard work that they put in, but they have to respect the new type of media that's out there. They have to respect fans of football clubs. If those fans ain't yeah. there, they've got nothing to write yeah. about. Mm. And the hard work that you put in, the hard work that Nikki yeah. from West Ham Fan TV puts yeah, exactly. in, or, or Baz and Paired at Toffee, or, you know, and people exactly. are doing this. And we're around. not financed by anybody. Yeah. We, we, like you said, we haven't got a, we don't go into, um, you know, a game and there's no food laid on mm. and there's no media passes or nothing like that. The first time I ever. You don't email your copy and then, you know, and then, exactly. go, and then get picked up don't by even your get driver. A sheet before the game, exactly. like they do, you know what I mean? The first time I, I had a media pass was when, um, when Arsenal had their pre season tour of America. That's the first time mm. in four years that I've ever had a media pass to get into mm. a game of football that Arsenal are playing, right? And watch. You know, and to be honest, I prefer to watch it with the fans anyway because when you watch it with the fans, it's a different vibe. Yeah. As I said, you know, what I mean, a lot of journalists—they're doing their job. They don't have an emotional attachment to. I, mm. I, I went to a game at the weekend, Man City versus Middlesbrough. Yeah, um, I was invited. Glory up Hunter. <laughs> I know. I was invited. It was. It was. Uh, it was. I was invited up there by a company, right? And I watched that game and I had no emotion. Well, I did when Middlesbrough scored. I was jumping up and down. <laughs> but I had no emotional attachment to that game. And it seemed different to me watching it. Because I was watching it and I was like, I'd rather Middlesbrough win because it's better for Arsenal. But whatever happens, you know, I'll just sit back and just watch the game. Oh, when I'm watching Arsenal, I'm nervous all the way through. The day after when I'm watching Arsenal versus Spurs, every time Spurs had an attack, I'm like, oh my God. Mm. In that game... I'm just watching it, just sitting back watching it, having a drink. You don't. So it's different for journalists. They've yeah. got to understand that when it's yeah. a fan and you've got an emotional attachment, you're whether, invested in that. Yeah, whether yeah. that team's Barcelona or whether that team's a, a non league team, right? It's a different thing. So mm. when you come out and you've seen that your team has had a really poor performance, you are going to be getting emotional about it. When you come out and they've had a brilliant performance, yeah. Well, you, you are going to start saying, you know what, I think we're going to win the yeah. league and stuff like well, that. Well, I mean, you know? crying so, out loud, the, the stakes for you guys are so high because, you know, you imagine, you're a popular figure, you know, Flav is as well. And Flav works with a few Arsenal fans, you know, you on the street, people are noticing you. Nightmare. You lose to Spurs, 
Oh my god. You're, you're going to be getting it on the tube. I've been even getting this a draw and I've been getting it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a draw and I've been getting it. We haven't won since I've known you actually, so <laughs> yeah, we haven't had to experience that yet. You know, it's, it's, been, it's been, so p- people, I don't think that they understand, but yeah, it's going back to the criticism thing. Um, again, I, I think as well. Sometimes when you get criticism, it shows that you're doing something mm. good as well. That people are, that people are wanting to comment on it and stuff like that. And I look at, and I base it overall. I look at like how many people watch our stuff. I look at the amount of likes we get per video and stuff like that. And if a handful of people are going at mm. us compared to the people that are saying yeah. that what we're doing a good job, mm. you know, that's how I weigh it up. Well, so well, in this di- in this day and age, I think people feel that anything that's in the public domain they've got the right to comment and put their opinion on uh, mm. one of the things that i've heard people speak about uh, and question he relates to claude yeah um, everyone probably watching this and listening to this uh, would know what claude is I'd imagine so, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's claude's a, 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 a an arsenal fan diehard pardon diehard die arsenal fan, fan. Uh, who goes, comes on Arsenal Fan TV and gives his opinion. Yeah. He's also someone that has spoken about depression mm-hmm. and has a, a couple of times has spoken on social media about it and, you know... Mm-hmm. And, and he's pe- had some issues, yeah. He's had some issues. Now, I think it'd be really interesting for you to kind of give your, your, your view on this because I've heard a few people say that him being on Arsenal fan TV, it, sh- it shouldn't be allowed mm. that that you're somehow doing a disservice to him. yeah exploiting him by putting him on there. Um, yeah, w- w- what are your thoughts mm. on those kind of comments? I think it's a very interesting. Yeah, of course, um, you know Claude had um, the issues that he had um, with depression, and you know at the time when a lot of it was kicking off, our first thing that I thought was, you know what, that's it, we can't interview Claude no more we can't you know we're gonna have to stop interviewing Claude yeah because um you know it looks bad for us and like I had people around me even saying to me you know um you should stop interviewing Claude because um it looks bad for us on fan tv and you know and the last thing we would ever do is exploit you know anybody yeah on Arsenal fan tv if 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 there's just no way anybody who knows um, how I how I am knows that there's no way that I, I would do that now yeah. when we sort of said to Claude we go Claude you know what you seem to have a lot of issues I feel the best thing for you to do is just like to stop doing yeah. any interviews for a while because you know you, you know the guy now you care about yeah him. yeah Obviously, I care about the friend. guy yeah, I do care about the guy I said you know um, and you know just to stop doing interviews and go away and deal with your issues yeah um he then came back to me and he said, do you know what, Robbie, he goes, I seem to have the worst of it sometimes when um, when Arsenal are not playing. Sort of during the summer months, when right. there's no football on, he goes, the football really helps me to yeah. get through the issues that I have. So I was still like, yeah, well, that's all very well and good, but you know, it's not looking good on us. So I think you yeah. should still go away and deal with those issues. But then what happened was now, after that, I sort of started to think about what he said because he was asking, he was saying to me, it actually helps him. Mm. Doing interviews and stuff like that it helps him to yeah. deal with the other issues that he has in, in his life, right? So I actually went away and I read up a lot on depression. I remember watching a video with uh, Joe Weller, who's a big YouTuber, yeah. who also suffers from depression. Right. Okay. And the thing that kept being said was they don't, they're not looking for people to like just shun them. Yeah. when they get into these situations and turn it, it around and say right listen to... mate off you go you've got yeah. nothing to do with me deal with that depression yeah, on your own 
right? Because we we don't understand yeah. it, so we're yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and, and it, it, the common thing that's being said is that when sometimes they say to you things like that help them, mm. they do mean it. It does yeah. help them. So, so that is why I decided. I said to Claude, I said, Claude, you know what? We, we we will do more videos with you, but I'd like you to come on and do a video where you explain yeah. the issues of depression, yeah. right? which he agreed to do, and he did, and it was a great video. And also, you know, um, I've encouraged um, him to get help. Um, we've done lots of things behind the scenes, um, which I'm not going to go into mm. because it's private, yeah. you know? Um, but we've tried to help Claude, and Claude is trying to help himself. And he's got ongoing um, issues that he's dealing with, but he's dealing with them. Mm. You know, what I mean, some days, some days he has um, a bad day. Other days, when Arsenal win, <laughs> he mm. has a good day. But yeah. you can't just shun somebody. No, right? And you know, and, and and the thing that's upset me, you've had like even some idiots. I mean, there's one little idiot. I'm not even going to say his name. I see the guy do a video and he's making comments on yeah. something that he doesn't know anything about. Know. Right? And I'm like, I'm looking at this fool and I'm saying, what's the matter with this idiot? You don't know anything about the issues. You've never spoken to the guy about it. You yeah. don't know the, the things that have been said behind the scenes. You don't know the things that have been done. But yet still, you're coming on and you're trying to make comments and you're trying to just to get video views. Yeah. Which I think uh, and, is and, and totally you... irresponsible. Which I, I, I think that is a hundred times worse. V, v, depression is a serious thing that, you know, you know. You even saw with like, there's been big guys like um, ex-footballer Stan Collymore. Yeah. His issues, talk sport didn't just turn around at mm. the time and say to him, right Stan, sorry mate, you're off, you're depressed. Mm. Off you go, we can't have you on here no more. Yeah. Again, if they'd have done that, that'd have been disgusting. So yeah. why is it the people looking at Arsenal fan TV and saying, right, we should just dump Claude yeah. because he's had a bat of depression? I think what, what one one of the things they may think is that you're the, the because he's in that situation he's not best placed in order to be given up given a platform that he may mm. say things that he isn't quite sure about or he, he may be in the right, wrong place of mind. But what has he said on Arsenal fan TV that you know he's talking about Arsenal? Yeah, he's not too you know he's talking I, about Arsenal right mm. now. You know the other issues that he've had have been not not Arsenal issues. Yeah, yeah. So. When he's on Arsenal fan TV, he's talking about Arsenal. I think one of the key bits here, right, is that um, you, sh unless you've really walked a mile in another man's shoes, exactly. it's not really your place. So I'm um, now I've, I've seen people talk about it, and some of the people that have spoke about it have, have been young people that I've seen. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm a grown ass man now, and I've been around. My uncle suffered from depression. Uh, Leon McKenzie's a very good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. We had a podcast with him talking about depression, yeah. talking about suicide. Um, I've I've listened to a lot of these people. And the I, common denominator on, sorry, sorry to stop you, man. Yeah. The common denominator on all these things with all these guys is they'll say things like to you like, "Well, my boxing." Yeah. McKenzie would probably say yeah. takes me away you, from the depression you need a reason just like Claude the interviews yeah. takes him away from it just like Stan Collymore being on you know a takes platform, him away from yeah. it you yeah, need absolutely. a reason to leave the house exactly you know you, and, and that's the thing that, that annoys me is because I know I'm not qualified to say what's right for Claude or me what neither. isn't right for Claude mm. all I can say is that if Claude thinks that that helps and mm. going to watch the football helps and actually being around people and having a view, if that makes him feel good, then to me, it's his decision. Exactly. It's between him and, 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 and his doctor. Uh, and, it's and, him and his and yeah, the people. And I'm 100%, that's 100% where I am. And I'm from, 
you know, where how I've grown up is is you don't turn your back on mm. people and just turn around and just shun them off. Mm. You know, no matter what. Yeah. So you but, know, but it's you know, it has to be said though. Right? It's a difficult subject. Depression is something is. that for many years people would say very uneducated things to people like, "Well, just get over yeah. it." They'd be like, "How dare you have the right to de be depressed? You've got money. Yeah. You know, you're a footballer. You've got money." Yeah. And all this is stupid. So, so we as a civilization, you know, and there'll be people I'm sure putting comments in in, in the comments mm. box that are probably un again uneducated about this or hating on it. But the fact of the matter is that this is an illness, this is a mental illness that we're, we're still really only on, I wouldn't say we're on the ground floor, mm. but we're only up a few levels of our understanding, our ability mm. to, to, to explain this. And, uh, you know, people need to understand it is an illness. Yeah, um, and it takes, but it, it is takes an illness. time. What people what, don't yeah. understand is an illness. I, I, I've suffered from depression quite a lot in my, certainly mm. in my 20s, and one of the, the, the best- Sporting Tottenham. It was tough, help. mate, to be honest. <laughs> it set me up for a life of depression, yeah. to be honest. Try being a Huddersfield Town fan. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you, you do kind of build up a resilience to that, that depression through, through being able to do things and being involved in I think the probably and, and again this generalization there's no way of knowing 100% what Claude's thinking and what, what's best for him but by taking him away taking that away from him potentially could have done more damage and, and, and exactly. the, the, one of the ways I managed to cope with the depression I felt was starting fighting cock it was giving me an, a, a focus yeah, and yeah. an opportunity and, and, and actually just just something to do but, literally just something to do other than just sit and fucking think but, but, but as, as well as just um you or just Claude, right, or just Stan Collymore, as well as what they get out of it, right? What about those people that are at home and maybe they don't have that platform, right? And maybe for them, maybe they're uncomfortable speaking about it because I would expect, I don't know, but I would expect that it's, if you are depressed or you do have these negative thoughts, it might be hard to share that. You might not have an outlet. So actually, it's probably quite inspiring to see somebody that runs a great podcast like The Fighting Cock or someone's on a great platform like Arsenal Fan TV, or someone like Stan Collymore or Leon McKenzie, who you've looked up to as a footballer and, a, and an athletic piece of talent, and then to, the amount to, of emails, to, to, but, but to actually see them go in and say, "Look, I've got what looks on paper to be a great life, but actually, I'm finding it difficult, and I have depression too." That probably does a lot for those people out there that maybe suffering from depression. It might make them feel more confident about reaching out and speaking. Mm -hmm. So, who are we to sit there and say? let's hide depression yeah i've had so many you know, emails it's, it's crazy or, or who's anyone to say yeah. let's hide depression so many emails from people who've been in the same position with depression that have said that you know the, um, the situation with claude has really helped them and i think claude can be really proud um of some of the you know the, of speaking out um on depression it was, it was a really brave thing to do when he done that video and you know if you meet the guy he's just one of the nicest guys you will ever meet mm. right and He's so humble. He's such a nice guy. I would never turn my back on that guy, yeah. right? You know what I mean? I, you know, I, I, I didn't know Claude before I did Arsenal Fan TV. We just met him through interviewing him as a fan. And because he sort of became a regular on the channel, because so many people want, always want to hear what he's got to say, um, I've become more friendlier with him. Um, and he is a genuine, one of the most genuine guys that you will ever meet. Mm. He's as honest as... A person as I've ever met as well, yeah. and I ain't turning my back on that yeah. guy just because some YouTuber wants to get a few views yeah. or wants to come out with a few controversial comments or yeah. there's other people that are trying to use that as a little tool to hate on Arsenal fan TV. I ain't turning yeah. my back, and so you could keep hating. Yeah. I ain't turning my back on that guy, 
And to be you honest, know, we're, sorry, mate, but mm. to be honest, some of these people that I think say this now, I think as they grow older, they mature, and they probably encounter more people that are suffering they problems. They could end up in the same list well, that happened no, to any of us. But, but I think that probably some of their, their views and opinions might change, yeah, you know, yeah. because that's usually what happens with yeah, life yeah. and experience, right? Yeah. What's next? Well, the next thing is and the final thing, I guess, because we're running out of time. But the relationship with the club. Um, okay. So, so again, starting a Spurs media thing. Um, my relationship with the club has been quite difficult at times. But at times very good. Most of the time, you don't get to do anything that you want to do. Like, mm. I would love just one time to be able to go and go. Okay, give some access. Just some access. Yeah. Uh, and and it's, it's always no because I, my gut feeling is that they're kind of afraid of fan media. And to be fair, the content of our website, uh, podcast doesn't help us in any mm. way. We could probably do ourselves some favours. But what, what, what's your experiences with, with Arsenal? How, how do they view... Probably similar to what you've just described. Right. I mean, uh, um, you know, I think at first, my personal opinion, I can't confirm this, my personal opinion is probably at first they didn't really like what we did. Um, but then as time's gone on, um, I think, you know, we, I think we have a decent relationship with them. Um, I've done... Um, stuff for them on their YouTube channel, which is a very good YouTube channel that they've got. Um, I know the guys who, who run that, they're, re they're really cool guys. Um, I, you know, yeah, we haven't had much access to stuff. Um, I have to admit, we haven't had much access. We haven't had hardly any access to things like players and things mm. like that. Mm. Um, but then on the other hand, they haven't treated us badly either. I remember like last year we was over in um, I think it was Greece mm. and uh, the Olympiakos game and when we was going in with our equipment we never filmed in, inside the ground but the Greek police were like you know <laughs> look you can't bring that in here and it was actually an Arsenal representative who came over to him and spoke to him and said no actually these guys they come to every game That's nice. we can vouch for them they're alright yeah, I mean yeah. they won't if you tell them not to film they won't film Wow. these guys are cool mm. right? and they've done that a couple of times mm. right and so yeah, whilst we haven't had the access and stuff like that, I think there's a, um, a really is a mutual respect mm. between the club and it, I, I, I've spoken to even Ivan Gazidis, chief exec of the club, um, who on many occasions has been attacked. When I say attacked, you know, has been criticised by fans on Arsenal Fan TV. Um, but he said to me, he goes, listen, right, I think you guys are very professional with what you do. I like what you do and he said I feel that fans should have a voice of course so he goes it's a great platform keep it up that's what he said to mm. me on more than one occasion he said that to me so I'm encouraged by that and I think we both want the same things we both want the club to be successful it boils down to that I mean people say to me sometimes Robbie I bet you're happy when you when when you lose I'm like what are you talking about don't be mm. stupid I want to win every game mm. I want an invincible season if mm. if if we could have that possibly, right? I know you don't want that. No, I do not. But, you know, I want, we, I want to win every game. Yeah. We're just an honest channel. If we win every game, if we win, fans are happy. If we lose and it's a bad loss, yeah. fans are upset. We reflect that. It'd be just like if you had a hidden camera in a pub, not everyone's going to be talking positively about Arsenal no. or about Tottenham. Or about, know, just I just feel on, on that, that thing, I think more people are saying, and, and I've heard it before, is that you're... If Arsenal lose, your views increase, and there's no way that you. This is the accusation. This is not why I feel right. There's no way that you can't be happy in a business sense because you're getting more views. Well, that's not true. Because, yeah. Because our best views this season, right? The, um. Actually, no, no. Sorry. So our best views this season did come on a loss, but I also think 
I had a that had a lot also to do with the fact that it was the first game against Liverpool, and it wasn't just the loss. It, a lot of that was to do with the fact that what mm. had gone on before with the whole transfer. Yeah, with, yeah. But if you sort of take that one out of it, because that's kind of that was kind of an unusual one. But if you take that one out of it, our best views this season was the game against Chelsea. That that massive win, yeah. massive wins get us massive views. Yeah. If we would have beaten Tottenham at the weekend, mm. we'd get massive views for that. So let, let, let's talk a little bit about that game. Let's give the people what they want. So, boys, was the draw the correct result? I think the the draw was the correct result. Don't if, disappoint me. No, no, no. no look, Don't look, disappoint them. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I'm finished. No. The, the draw was the, re- the, 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 the correct result. Came for a draw. Um, oh, that's, that's rubbish. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely rubbish. But if you ask what set of fans uh, uh, were kind of brewing over it, yeah, we, fans, we, we used to win it. It was one game. We used to win it. That's it, why we yeah. used to beat in Spurs, and you, you did come for a draw. Oh, look at your on, form- mate, we, you, do we, you, Look at your formation. We, when do you play that formation? We, we, when do you play three at the back so you've got like, Robbie, literally that was the correct a way. back fight yeah it, it worked in, but in the six games running up to that right? how many after, times have you played after like? the Man City game never right but after the Man City game our manager using his intellect and brain and his job actually doing his job properly to look at the look at look at what Arsenal can bring right yeah. look at what Arsenal can bring and then think how do we negate that attacking threat because no one's been able to cope with you this exactly. season so, so we was coping with so you so Arsenal are going to come and they're going to attack us so let's park the bus a bit Let's get as many people that behind the ball as possible. Playing three at the back is not right, because you know bus. what a point is a great result. And Robbie. you saw Pochettino after the you, game. I know he's what you're laughing, doing. He's laughing. He's smiling. He's I, happy. I know what you're doing. I, ain't doing I know, what, I know you're what you're doing. doing. What am I doing? You I'm not allowing for, you to do that. You right. came for a draw. No, we didn't. You what? did. And would you say Chelsea have been a defensive team this year? Defensive. They've been a free flow attacking in the same formation that we. Your manager. You got. Speak. You, no one can Sorry. hear you off speaking at the Sorry. same time. Sorry, it's just that I know what he's cool. doing, Matt. What am I doing? You're not. You came for a draw. You, let's have a. That's why you're happy. Let's yeah. have a sensible conversation about football. Why were you happy? Why is what? Why was every Spurs fan happy? The manager was happy. Everybody at Spurs over the moon with a draw because they were one nil down at half time. Yeah, I mean, was it one nil at half time? Uh, we were one yeah, they won it down at half time and they scored straight after. Uh, one okay. after look, uh, more or less uh, before the game, Arsenal was the toughest place to go. And we went in there and put in a performance which meant that you didn't deserve to win, right? And we were coming off of six games without winning. We were in, everyone yeah, was yeah, winning. and there's another one you ain't won. Well, yeah, but still unbeaten. Right? You're the draw we, we unbeaten. unbeaten. You, you, you you're not invincible. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. Hey. I want you to frame that bit up. Cameras <laughs> all out. Get, did you get that? Invincible. Where so the new invincible? Dying. It doesn't matter anymore. Flav Bateman. <laughs> listen, you came through. Listen, it was. A draw, a, draw. Was a, a draw was a fair result. They right. played well on the day. I'm going to give them credit. They did play well on the day. I was in, he's always bigging up um, Dembele to me. And I thought Dembele was excellent on the he day. He was. Um, God, he carries the ball with pace, man. Player. He drives, doesn't he? But they came for a draw. That's yeah. what they got. Not true. And that's why they're yeah. so happy after the game. Not true. We didn't come for a draw. We came to win the game. Yeah, and that's why we're so disappointed. Uh, I, 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 only... I, I like that. We're unhappy right. with a draw. I like that. You're okay, always okay, unhappy okay, with okay, a draw. Okay, There's guys. No winners, man. <laughs> Boys, right, okay. So from what I saw, just for the record, and I only watched the highlight. I only watched, I was busy that day, right? I only watched the highlights. But Spurs did have a few chances. Jeez, I was quite bro. impressed with Son. I, I thought he looked good. Yeah. Um, but given what you've seen so far, right, 
Who do we think's gonna finish higher than this year? Tottenham will finish higher than. Do you think you've yeah. got it? Yeah, do you I think this is the one? Fragile. You said that last year. November. This time last year, you was top of the league, bro. Huh? This time you last year, did you say you're gonna finish above us, right? Yeah. Your best ever season. Yeah. You do it all the time. Your best ever season, yeah. you finish below us. Yeah? Even against us, you scored two goals and you still yeah. didn't beat us. Alright. I think <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's gonna be very, very interesting. Exhausted. I, I, I think this league is, is, is a very interesting one. And all I would say is for those people that are watching this or listening to the podcast and that are listening to this, you know, Yes, they're obviously going to be the best of enemies at times, but I did really enjoy that video um, of you two meeting up at the Emirates mm. uh, last mm. week before the game. I thought that was honestly one of the most beautiful videos that we've done. I thought the insight, the honesty, and you were calm, which was good as well. Yeah. There were, it was some really good chat on that. So uh, Yeah, Arsenal yeah. fans didn't know. They were like, Robbie, what are you doing fraternising with him? <laughs> 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 no, nah, I'm only joking. There was a lot of, actually... For a, you know, I hate all Spurs fans, but Flav's all right, yeah. and and likewise. So yeah, you know, we, you're both we, good guys. It's we, a beautiful thing. We were, we, yeah, we were talking about it on our pod, right? And, and uh, the our bad Spurs fans going, you know, what I don't like Arsenal fan TV. <laughs> Robbie's all right. Yeah. Do you know what I, mean? I know. And, you, I, and I found myself defending him, but I can't talk to him about. I can't. To, I hate Arsenal. I hate anything about it. But I find myself going, yeah, I know, I know but you got to listen. Forget what he says about Arsenal. He's a nice guy. Don't. don't you mean, know the thing about amazing. it, right? I, I have, I have such a mutual respect other football fans and other clubs right especially like when they're on it like see he hates Arsenal I hate I hate Tottenham right of course and that's what it's supposed to be like yeah, it's but to be it doesn't like. mean we've got to fight it doesn't mean we've got to kill each other yeah. Yeah. you know but on that pitch we were 100% yeah. behind our team and I I have respect 100% for any fan that you know and I love football rivalries as well I mm. love it yeah. I'm not one of these fans that want to you know as long as it doesn't end up as I said mm. in a ruck I love football rivalry. To yeah. me, that's what makes of course. football so good. Do you know what someone said to me the other day? Um, I, I did the social club. I was on the way on the train back with Dan from West Ham Fan that's TV, right, yeah. and he was chatting to me, and he pointed out, which I hadn't really thought of. He's like, oh, "You and Leeds are both in the playoffs. Imagine meeting them in the playoff final." And I was just <laughs> like, "Fuck yeah, that that would be the worst thing <laughs> ever." It like, trouble wise. Well, no, just no, just in, intensity-wise, intensity. yeah. to to play them for not not only for your season, yeah, right, yeah. Because whenever you play them, it's a like, please. Like I grew up in a school full of Leeds fans, right? Full of Leeds. I was the only Huddersfield fan there, so to play them, it's always horrible. But to play them, not only in the playoff final, yeah. which you want, so you want to beat them in a game, but you want to beat them in a game that decides the bloody league. Yeah. But that's the one to get into the Premier League, which we've never been in. So and obviously there's all that money at stake. Now imagine that. That is the right. I don't. I, I don't want. I, I don't want that to happen. But imagine winning that. Fuck. You know. <laughs> so all of that, I get what you're saying, and every yeah. time and having that over them forever. Ever. That would end football. Yeah, so this is what we're working towards. One day we're going to finish above Arsenal, and all this pain, the last 25 yeah. years, will go away. You. I wonder what actually he would become like. Oh, horrible. Imagine. Terrible. Rob, you don't want that to ever. Yeah, be you know what? I must admit, last season when they were playing really well, I was frightened. I, was like, <laughs> I mean, if I did that, uh, I did that thing on BBC, mm. and I, I, I did. That all right, Rob. No one likes a big head. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that. In. I was giving the bravado. I was like, nah, don't finish below us. So after the charts, thinking, should I really? he's like playing alright at the moment yeah, yeah. and when they did end up finishing below us it was such a relief man. Yeah, because uh, I'll tell you what it's you know the rivalry is intense and you know 
But I love it. I love mm. that about football. I mean, we got Man United next. It's mm. what it makes it special. And I hate losing to them. Mm. And they always seem to beat us at Old Trafford. Yeah. And, you know, it could end, you know, it could be a beautiful day. Mm. It could be a horrible day. Mm. You know, and people will be like, oh, yeah, but you've got loads of views. No, I would rather leave. If it comes down to no views, I'd rather leave Old Trafford with a win. Mm. Yeah, I'm an Arsenal football fan. I want to see my club win things. You know? And, and that becomes inside. You can't, you can't fuck with that. You can't change mm. that. Well, it, would, it would make everything you, you do yeah. unauthentic. Yeah. And, and yeah. essentially, that would make it impossible, essentially. If you, if you wanted your team to lose to get views, then that's ridiculous. No, but that's, right, guys. All right. Yeah. That's the it. end. Look, that was... Uh, thank you for coming on, Rob. Thank you for having me, man. Um, mm. Thanks, everyone, for, for listening. Thanks everyone for watching. Yeah. Um, we'll be doing this again, obviously, Robbie. Anytime. Uh, when we get in the MMA boxing one. Yeah, no, we need to have this conversation. I'll put my brother down for that. Trust oh, me. Shit. Well, right, it's like that. Is the only it? thing about that though, he'd probably end up knocking you out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we do have re- we do have the old wrestling in the office. I remember once I was with Robbie, it was he's right. heavyweight against the featherweight. Unfortunately. Well, we can do a little. Um, we can do a Bull Street extra like we did with Michael Ben and Page. How about that? Yeah, we'll get you down and do that. Yeah, definitely. Remember to follow us at Long Bull Street. Leave reviews on iTunes and check yeah. us out on SoundCloud as well. Yeah, if you're on uh, and for people that are watching, I think it's worth saying there's a. a a lot of interviews um, on um, that are they're evergreen. Yeah, the kind of conversations people like Ian Wright, Michael Jubery talking about um, Leo McKenzie. Jubery talking about his time. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I cut you. He down, wasn't but, talking about Leo McKenzie. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. He was talking about the the experiences around Woodgate and the Bowyer case, and he told us some yeah. stuff that, that Ian been. Wright one social media one was one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. That was brilliant. It was. Um, so I'd recommend that to everyone. As one off. Well. One off. What else? One off. Like who are these other podcasts? The best. Thank you. <laughs> thank very much. You heard it here first. Um, man like Robbie. Thank you very much. Good Appreciated. Uh, we'll see you at the far post. See you at the far post. We're out. The long ball street. long. The long ball street. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.